This is so wizarding. You are now connected to the Nerd Podcast Mafia, see? Have your seat at the table with Open All Powers, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, Dinner and a Podcast, Superhero Speak, Nerdtastic 4, Call 45, and Not Another Nerdy Podcast, see? We have the entertainment you can't refuse, see? Yeah. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's up, everybody? It is time for episode number 180. Eight of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, back from assignment, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Doing something good. It helps with the self-loathing. Trust me. <laughs> all right. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Mark Ellis Riggins. I am slowly dying, but I'm here for you guys. So is your podcast. The show must go on. Hashtag no weeks off, right, Mark? That's right. No weeks off. Man, don't you wish like 188 weeks ago somebody had said every other week. Hashtag every other week. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag some weeks off. (laughs) (laughs) You. Are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we've got some nerd news to talk about, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the newest season of the Marvel Netflix series, Jessica Jones. But before we get into all that, let's find out how the team's doing. Uh, we'll start with Mark. You're not feeling well. What is going on, Mark? Yeah, yeah. I was um, uh, uncharacteristically not hungry a couple of days ago, which is really, really weird for me because I, you know, I like to eat. And, uh, you know, I didn't really think anything of it. And then I, you know, went about my life like normal. And then I laid down and just for some reason could not get up. I was just starting to come down with something. And I'm like, ah, eh, it's nothing. I'm just tired, whatever. And then uh, I just, for some reason, I just could not get my body warm at all. I was just like super freezing. I had tons of blankets, layers of clothes, heating pad, everything. Just couldn't get warm. But, uh, I'm feeling a lot better now. I made it. I made it out in time for uh, for recording the show. So I'm back, more or less. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you're here, Mark. It wouldn't be a show without you because <laughs> neither me nor Aubrey know how to record. Right. Technically, it, there couldn't be a show without me. <laughs> just drink the Nyquil and turn the recorder on, and then just fall asleep. There he goes. If you That's hear me, right. if you hear me doze off a couple of times during the show, it's fine. How about you, Aubrey? What's been going on with you? Um, nothing. I started a job and then I left a job. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now I am jobless. Um, so pretty much nothing. I've been trying to fix my life, I guess. That's about it. <laughs> That's all right. You didn't you didn't like the job at all? It, the no. No. It wasn't it wasn't at all what I thought it was going to be and what I was told it was. Yeah. Um, it was just like a small glimpse. And they told me a very small portion of what I was going to be doing. And um, 
I had some moral issues with some things. So, yeah. I've, I've been there. My, my, (laughs) my morals are a little bit weaker though. So needless to say, I stayed at that job for a while. (laughs) Yeah. I, I really just, I couldn't do it. Um, yeah. And I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You gotta, you gotta live with your decisions. It's, it's definitely understandable. Yeah. All right. What about you, Joey? It's not very exciting. (laughs) Work, sleep, work, sleep, work, sleep. That's about it. That's, That's it. I haven't even gone to the movies or anything. I've just been playing uh, a lot of Call of Duty World War II with uh, my son and sleeping. That's That's been it. That <laughs> sounds good. It's just funny because it's like he's young, so he has like no concept of, <laughs> of like when World War II was. So I'm like, yeah, my grandfather was <laughs> uh, in World War II. Um, we, one of the maps is on a Navy vessel. Yeah. And my grandfather was in the Navy in World War II. So I was like, oh, yeah, my grandfather was in the Navy in World War II. He might have even been on a ship like that. And he's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't 2,000 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) They seem like it. So does he understand that the video game is like an actual based in history and not like a – not like a video game, like, um, I don't know, Mass Effect or something like that? Like this this stuff actually really happened? Yeah, it's just it seems so so long ago to somebody that's really young. So. Mm. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, since Mark's not feeling well, I think we should have Aubrey do the social media presence. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I got I got the perfect music for you too, Aubrey. All right, Aubrey. So why don't you tell the listeners out there? This may be their first time and last time ever listening to the show. So why don't you let them know where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right. So you can find us at SoWizardPodcast.com on Twitter at SoWizardPodcast. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Vero, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find us on Apple Music Podcasts. <laughs> what? iTunes. You can find us on iTunes. Didn't they rename it? <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Uh, Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. You got it. You got it. Podbean. <laughs> and and all those other podcasting websites hit us up so was your podcast back to you Joey <laughs> don't forget to smile when you serve cold drinks <laughs> always say thank you to the guest ha 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 what about that alien all right. So, uh, yeah, why don't we uh, talk about some news? Let's see what's going on out there in the world of nerd. Mark, bring forth the news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right. What's going on? All right. So this week in nerd news, uh, it looks like we are getting a new Star Wars TV show uh, on the Disney streaming service. 
uh, John Favreau is going to be producing or head is going to be writing and overseeing a new Star Wars TV show. Uh, now, John Favreau, you know, he's hit or miss with me uh, as much as I love Xanthura. Not a fan of uh, Cowboys and Aliens. Um, but I think he has the right mentality to handle uh, Star Wars. I think he's in that right that right bracket of um, of uh, being a fan and being a good filmmaker. Uh, his last movie, Chef, was actually really, really good. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited about this. I'm not sure if this is going to be enough to get me to purchase the Disney streaming service, but I like Favs. I think he's all right. Um, Aubrey, what about you? I really like John Favreau, so this is exciting for me because I feel like maybe it could not be fucked up. Um, I really like his work. Everything he seems to put out, I really enjoy. So I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you, Joey? Um, I was going to watch it anyway, so (laughs) it's not a big deal to me. Um, Let's see. Zathura is good. Iron Man's good. Mm -hmm. And Cowboys and Aliens is not good. Nope. (laughs) Iron Man 2. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, he's kind of hit or miss, but we'll see. I'm excited. I'm definitely getting the Disney streaming service. I mean, High School Musical, the TV series. (laughs) There you go. That's an instant buy for you, right? (laughs) Hashtag day one, we there. (laughs) That's, I I believe you. I believe you. (laughs) All right, good. All right, good. So it sounds like we're all on board for uh, John Favs uh, doing Star Wars. Very cool. All right, so next in the nerd news, uh, some pictures leaked. Uh, we got some leaked pictures from another upcoming DC property. It was funny, like Aquaman, I think there's like one picture that got leaked from Aquaman, and uh, they've been working on that movie forever. Shazam, I feel like they just started, and there's been like a ton of pictures that has been leaked from that, that uh, set. So we got a really good look at Zachary Levi buffed up as Shazam. Uh, with a costume that looks pretty comic accurate from what I can tell. Uh, I, I think they're, they're heading in the right direction. Costume looks accurate. Zachary Levi is a decent actor. So, you know, it looks all right to me. Um, Joey, what about you? Well, I still would prefer John Cena to have been Shazam, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he looks, it looks good. It looks right out of the comics. It looks kind of goofy, which is what you want it to look like. Cause it's supposed to be a, you know, 10 year old boys uh, idea of what a superhero should look like. And the only thing that it, it looks weird is it looks like the muscles are fake underneath. Yeah. The suit. So he looks like a Michelin man or something. It doesn't look right. I'm sure he buffed up for the part, but it doesn't look right. Um, they'll fix that in post though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, no complaints. It's not, there's nothing egregious there. Um, I, I don't think we got Aquaman picks really marked because it's all being filmed inside on a soundstage underwater. So. Yeah, that, that could be it too. Where these guys are filming out on the street. That's mm. why he has earmuffs on in one of the pictures. <laughs> and he's standing there drinking a coffee. So. I did not see that at all. Either that or it's going to be a very uh, strange movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still excited for this. It's uh, probably more more excited for this than Aquaman, to be quite honest with you. I know Aubrey's more excited for Aquaman, but mm-hmm. so Aubrey, how did you feel about uh, Zachary Levi in his puff suit? I think it looks ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it looks like a '70s cartoon, and um, you know, as accurate it, as it is to the comics, I think they should have modernized it 
So hmm. I don't know. I just think it looks too cartoony. I'm not going to be able to sit there and take the movie seriously. Well, you're going to have to sit there and take it. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I, I think they, they were erring on the side of, um, of the fanboys. You know, they don't want to make it too radical. You know, like Superman's costume is like super dark. Um, darker than it should have been on the first time around. So I, I think it's cool that they, they're like, all right, this is the way he looks in the books. This is the way he's going to look in the movie. We're just going <laughs> to take it or leave it, losers. <laughs> Where's that? Where's that? Where's that drop? Take it or leave it, losers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still excited for the movie. You're not excited for the movie, Aubrey? No, it's a DC movie. It's in stuff. <laughs> You're excited for Aquaman. That's it. Excited. She's excited for Jason Momoa with a shirt off. Hell yeah. <laughs> Who isn't? I'm not. Lies. <laughs> All right. So we'll we'll see. I mean, I, I'm not even sure when Shazam is coming out. I think it's um it's gotta be next summer, I would imagine. But uh yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Supposedly Superman's making a cameo in it too, which would be kind of cool. Uh, so we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think you know, CG his mouth all messed up. <laughs> With any luck, yes. Uh, hey, Superman, did you ever fight a hippopotamus? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, speaking of which, uh, that, that movie comes out on DVD this week. So if you guys have not seen Justice League, uh, this is the week to do it. Get it digital or on DVD. And uh, hopefully they've uh, corrected that mouth a little bit more in post, post, post. Nope. <laughs> All right, so next is uh, Vin Diesel is going to be starring in Bloodshot, Sony's Bloodshot, which is based on, I want to say it's Valiant Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, they are moving full steam ahead with this. Uh, it sounds like something that they're really excited for and that uh, they are pressing forward. Vin Diesel in an action comic book movie sounds good to me. Uh, you know, he's he's a geek just like us, so, you know, anything that, that, uh, anything that he can do that supports the geekdom, I'm all for. I don't know what the story is about at all, but you know, I'm in- I'm interested to see it uh, just because Vin Diesel and uh, Sony are so gung ho in getting this done. Uh, Aubrey, what about you? Are you ready for another Din- Vin Diesel action movie? No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Come on, not even from the the star of the Last Witch Hunter or what the fuck was the name of that movie? That was it. That was it. <laughs> God, nope, don't care. No. The girl's taking a selfie, and she's like, say Witch Hunter. Oh, and he like, sneaks up behind her, he's like, Witch Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, so, um, all right, Aubrey's not on, down for it. Not Aubrey. It's about family. <laughs> nope. What, what about you, Joey? Aubrey, we're still going to make you go see it. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I am super excited for the idea of a Valiant Comics cinematic universe. I am certainly, uh, not, uh, bought into Vin Diesel as Bloodshot. Um, I don't know who, I'm trying to think off the top of my, off the top of my head, who would I have, uh, play Bloodshot instead of Vin Diesel? Oh boy. Um, I can't pronounce his name. But the uh, guy that was in the raid, his first name's Iko, not the Rain Man. But <laughs> I would say Iko Uweiss, is how you pronounce it. Okay. Would be uh, freaking fantastic as Bloodshot. But yeah, no, we're going to get Vin Diesel because Triple X3 made a ton of money in China. So um, that's what we get. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Uh, um, it's really just about 
a good movie. I, I hope they're not they don't they're not sitting down planning out a seventeen movie uh, storyline. Uh, let's get a good movie, and we'll see where we go from there. You know they're totally planning out the next three trilogies. Oh god, of they you have a they writer's are. room with like <laughs> binders of of storylines all set up. <laughs> seriously, seriously. All right. So speaking of which, it's funny you should say that. Um, so Rob Liefeld. Uh, Liefeld, thank you. Rob Liefeld is bringing his extreme universe to Netflix. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be multiple movies made based on the extreme universe. Uh, there's already a writer's room set up, headlined by Akiva Goldsman. Uh, there's going to be <laughs> there's going to be multiple movies made that are all going to be connected to each other, and it's all going to be for Netflix, the Netflix uh, streaming service. Um, I don't know anything about, I wasn't really down with comics back when uh, the Extreme Universe was happening. I know there's a lot of characters in there, and I know that it's, uh, it's like probably the quintessential like 90s comic universe, if I could, uh, you know, if I could guess. But uh, I'm, I don't know. What, when Netflix is just buying everything and just changing the game. Uh, I'm interested to see what they do with it. Uh, Joey, what about you? How do you, what do you know about the, uh, Extreme Universe. Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> is this something you're, that you want to see? Oh, of course I want to see it. I actually love Rob Liefeld. Um, I know people like to shit on his art, and for good reason. But <laughs> I think it's awesome in '90s. And w- when we met him at New York Comic Con, he couldn't have been a cooler guy. Mm-hmm. I guess it's easy to be a cool guy when you just have billions of dollars mm-hmm. rolling in from Deadpool every month. But you know. I guess it's a lot easier to be a cool guy when you don't have to worry about, you know, paying your bills. But, you know, these comics were uh, horrendously bad. <laughs> really? <laughs> in a, like in a good, it's like they're almost like the room of comic books. Oh, no way. <laughs> they're they're pretty bad, but but there's like kernels of good ideas in them. Um, you know, Aubrey, did you ever read any of those? I know you read Spawn. Did you read Young Blood or Brigade or? I didn't. No. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? I've heard of them, but I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen them. Yeah, there's some there's some kernels of cool ideas in there. So, and and the the funny thing is, maybe about I want to say five years ago, he started turning over those. He still owns them, obviously, but turning like the story writing and the art in these books over to like different younger, edgier creators. And there was some really really good comics that came out of it um the most recent run of profit was freaking amazing so if they're basing it off that stuff wow that would be great but um i also would love to just see a freaking ridiculous like 90s (laughs) kind of themed like uh young blood show i'm sure young blood will be the first one and then we'll get brigade but and blood strike and then blood wolf (laughs) blood wolf I can't believe there's going to be a Blood Wolf movie. (laughs) (laughs) W-U-L-F. But, I mean, what else? What other universes are there to even buy anymore? Like, what's left? Sony's got Valiant. Marvel has Marvel. DC has DC. Uh, (laughs) There's not really anything left for uh, them to make a connected cinematic universe out of. So, now now we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it sounds that way. I know uh, Netflix is. Uh, we have Will Smith and David Ayer's Bright 
to thank for this because that movie did so well for Netflix. They're like, we need more of this, more original geekdom movies, special effects movies to uh, boost our, our company. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's happening. No, you know what? If just like the more recent comics, if they're just going to take the concepts, which, like I said, were cool um, and had some cool ideas in them, even though a lot of them were just stolen straight from Avengers or X-Men um, and do something cool with it. Cool. If not, like then I don't know. Just I'm not like married to some like interpretation of these characters. So it is what it is. Just make something cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Aubrey, I know you didn't really read the books at all, but this could be something similar to what we're getting now with the Marvel TV shows, um, characters that are set up in a, a connected universe. Is that something that you know you think you might want to check out? I think if done properly, like how they're doing with Jessica Jones, it would be good. If they do it like Iron Fist, then no, I don't want to see it at all. <laughs> that show is trash, but I think that they do a really good job with Jessica Jones. Yeah. All right, cool. Cool. All right. So uh, the next thing is uh, Spider-Man Homecoming 2 had a little bit of possible casting news. We're not casting news, but um, uh, Rumorville, let's say. Uh, they're, supposed, they're casting for a femme fatale, European femme fatale, uh, for an upcoming Spider-Man Homecoming 2. And rumor has it that that character is going to be Jessica Drew, who I believe is Spider-Woman, from what I remember uh, uh, somewhat as, as a kid. She had the long dark hair and the red and yellow costume, uh, and which is something that I've, I can't believe that no one's really brought this character to light before. Spider Man is so popular; you would think that there would be a Spider Woman something somewhere. I mean, we got a Supergirl TV show. We almost had a Batgirl movie, so you would think Spider Woman would have been up there. But uh, I think this is cool because we haven't seen her before in the other Spider Man movie, so this could be something interesting. Aubrey, how do you feel about Spider Woman coming to uh, the uh, Spider Man Homecoming universe? I think it's going to be weird if they do like a sexy Spider Woman kind of thing. Yeah. Just because, um, what's his face? The new Spider Man. I don't, I haven't even learned his name because I'm not emotionally attached. <laughs> Tom, Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, him. Um, he just like has a baby face, and I just don't want to see him in a relationship. It just feels wrong. Mm. Like you're having two babies kiss hot <laughs> on him. I don't want to see it. It feels like I'm a pervert if I watch. So that's a that's a very unique idea, Aubrey. Yeah. I'm, so I, I don't know how I feel about it. I think it could F- be interesting. Tell Spider Woman. Yeah. All right, so Joey. Do you know anything about Jessica Drew? Yeah, of course I do. Okay, then please <laughs> en- en- enlighten me. Is this something She's we should be excited European, about? She's not European, so I don't know where that comes from. Um, yeah, she was Spider-Woman, and she lost her powers, and she became a private detective, and then she became Spider-Woman again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it would be cool. We've never seen it in a movie before. I wonder if it'll be, going to what Aubrey said, I wonder if it'll be like in uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man comics when uh, Spidey was teaming up with Black Cat, and then uh, he went to kiss her, because she was, like, <laughs> kind of getting into him, and then... He took off his mask, and yep. she was like, oh, you're like 15. <laughs> <It's> like, disgusted. <laughs> I remember seeing that panel. That was pretty funny. Yeah, so that might be something that they do, but I, it's cool. I mean, anything that's different. I don't want to see uh, Dr. Octopus or Sandman or 
or to lizard. <laughs> any of that nonsense. Lizard, anything that they've done before. <laughs> Electro with dubstep <laughs> powers. I don't yes. want to see any of that stuff. Um, I don't want to see the Green Goblin looking like the lead singer of Sum 41. I don't want any of that stuff. So anything different is cool. I wonder if uh, that is, if, if it's true. Now, she was a big part of Secret Invasion mm-hmm. when that started, which was she ended up getting killed. And then when they took her by the morgue, it turned out she was a scroll. Gotcha. And the scrolls are getting introduced in Captain Marvel. So maybe that's what phase four is. Mm, yeah, it could be. You introduce her in Homecoming and then in maybe Avengers 5, she gets killed and realize she's an alien. I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. It's very possible. There you go. I gave you that one for free. <laughs> you're Kevin Feige, you're welcome. <laughs> yep. All right, cool. All right, so uh, and then next is there's a few early buzz on a couple of movies that are coming out soon. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> uh, number one is A Quiet Place. Uh, John Krasinski, a.k.a. Jim, from The Office. Uh, his third movie directing, the horror movie starring his uh, his real-life wife, Emily Blunt. Lucky bastard. Uh, Good for him, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting, uh, it, just, it just premiered at South by Southwest. It's getting some really good reviews as a really strong, strong horror movie that um, does, because the movie is about, uh, you have to be quiet or else the monsters will get you. So it does a really good job, supposedly with the sound design. So I'm excited about this. The trailer looked really cool. Um, Aubrey, I know you're a big Office fan. Are you psyched to, to see this movie? Are you glad it's getting some positive, uh, positive reviews? I'm pretty excited. I might actually go see it, which is big for me to even agree to go see something. Um, You're going to go see something that we're not forcing you to go see. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the big part. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Might actually go see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. All right, what about you, Joy? Oh, I, good, good on him for getting Emily Blunt. You know. <laughs> now I don't want to shake his hand. I want to smell his oh, hand. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, yeah, I, this looked, it looked interesting. The trailers looked interesting. I hate the office. I'm sorry. That's all right. You, you are, there's a billion other people that don't agree with you on that. There are dozens of us. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not my bag, baby. Um, but the trailers looked interesting, and it I was something I was like, oh, I'll watch that on Netflix. But now it's getting these like crazy rave reviews, and I'm like, man, maybe I should go check that out in the movie theaters. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how it shakes out. My time is precious. So, mm-hmm. all right. So the next one that is that also had its premiere at South by Southwest is Ready Player One. It's been getting mostly positive reviews, but some negative reviews too. Uh, and which is it kind of worries me some because this movie looks like it has everything thrown into it, so this movie should be working at 100%. The negative reviews are a little disarming for me, but I'm still going to go check it out. But now I know to lower my expectations. Joey, Ready Player One, does that deter you at all? I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this movie. I feel like I should be more excited for it than I am. I didn't read the book, and I think the trailers have been kind of... Yeah. Um. Anytime they go into the video game and the trailers, it just looks like butt. <laughs> it's all gray and like weird colors and stuff. And I'm just not feeling it at all. So 
I don't know. I'm still going to go see it because obviously we're going to talk about it on the show. But right. like my excitement level is probably a five out of ten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. It sounds fair. I think if I read the book, because people that read the book seem to be like frothing at the mouth with excitement, and I just never did. So I know our buddy um, Gareth from Open All Powers is totally ready for this movie. He's ready. Right. All right. So, Aubrey, what about you? Is hearing the mixed reviews kind of temper your uh, your desire to see this at all? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think it looks really good. The only issue that I have is the trailers that I have seen have been the same. Yeah. Um, so I haven't seen too much of it to be super excited, mm-hmm. but I also heard that the book was amazing. I haven't read it. I do own it. I just haven't read it, but I did hear from one of my friends that it's great. So I don't know. I feel like, again, it's that they, it's maybe overhyped because the book was so great and then the movie is going to disappoint kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how it does shake out, especially from us who has have not read the book. Um, it's going to be interesting. I'm 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 looking forward to see what what we all think of it. All right, and then the last one that got some buzz, uh, Deadpool two. Uh, apparently, the screening was disastrous and not funny at all. Supposedly, uh, Joey, you're the one that brought this to my attention. Have you heard anything new since? Uh, since uh, we were talking about this before. Yeah, apparently the studio was just blindsided by the poor audience scores. And somebody, without spoiling it, because there are spoilers out there already, um, I guess it's kind of a spoiler if you can figure out what the person's saying, but they said it's an the way it treats characters from the first movie is an Alien 3 level of disappointment. Oh, no. That's not good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of scary. You know, Um, they got rid of Tim Miller and I think a lot of us just poo pooed that one's like, yeah, whatever. Right. Um, But maybe it was just one of those things, you know, like you have guns. (laughs) Oh, God, here we go with the Guns N' Roses analogies (laughs) again. But um, I'm sorry, Tom. I'm sorry. But, um, you know, Slash by himself is not very as good as. Being with Axel and Axel by himself is not as good as clearly not as good as being with the other people in the band. So, you know, maybe it was just that mix of of Ryan Reynolds and, and Tim Miller and having a lower budget, having their backs against the wall, having the studio against them. That kind of just made that lightning in a bottle. That was the first movie. And now this is like I just hope this isn't like the Matrix uh, reloaded of Deadpool movies. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. So, Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about these uh, somewhat disappointing reactions to Deadpool 2? It's sad. I mean, I guess I'll see it. I and mean, I have to see it anyway. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like some people have a different tolerance than I do. So it probably will be a little bit different for me than it would have been for those people. So I still have high hopes. But, you know, mm-hmm. see. Well, I did read from someone whose opinion I actually really do trust, who did hear from uh, actual people that did see the movie. He actually talked to them directly, and they said the movie is fantastic, that it it works. It's uh, a complete smash, just like the first one. And uh, I really believe in, even though this is from like, you know, he heard it from someone who actually saw the movie. I believe what he says. So I have faith in it. I think they might have pulled it off. 
Um, I the only thing you're totally right on the whole Tim Miller thing, Joey. Because as much as I do like Ryan Reynolds, like the director, you know, I love Atomic Blonde, but you can tell that he that the director didn't um, he didn't have a complete grasp on the material to make it a, a fully solid movie. He had enough, but not not the full thing, which is unfortunate. So that that does kind of worry me a little bit. Plus, it's 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 pretty clear that Ryan Ryan Reynolds is in charge. <laughs> like, no matter what the director yeah. wants to do, or if if Ryan Reynolds doesn't like it, too bad he's out. <laughs> so it's just a different vibe. I'm pulling for this movie because I love the first one. So, and I love Cable and all the other crazy uh, '90s X Men characters that are going to be in it. So, I'm really hoping it's going to be good. But yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I think it will be. All right, so, and uh, that's it. That's it for the news. All right. Why don't we answer a listener question? Now, we do try to answer a listener question every week. Um, You can ask us one by sliding into our DMs on social media or emailing us your question at sowizardpodcast at yahoo.com. Sometimes we're up against it time-wise, and we can't answer it, but we do catalog them, keep them for future reference. So get at us and ask a question. This week's question comes from Lou, who emailed us and wanted to ask specifically Mark, but Aubrey and I are allowed to speak on the subject as well, but it was mostly addressed to Mark. With the success of Marvel's Black Panther, what lessons do you think Hollywood will learn from this movie, and will they be the right lessons, Mark? Oh, no, that's a really good question, Lou. Um, lessons Hollywood will learn from this movie um, that it is possible to to do a to do a full all black cast uh, in a genre movie and not have it be a joke. Soul plane, yeah, it's <laughs> soul plane. The comedies are fine, but not have it be. It, they don't all have to be blank man or meteor man. No, if we if we can treat the the, the properties with respect then it shouldn't be that that big of a deal to cast an all-black cast. Um, <clears throat> I think of Ridley Scott doing, um, um, God, what was that movie? Not, the movie that was like a remake of the Ten Commandments. It took place in Egypt with Christian Bale and Joel Egerton because he didn't want to hire Abdullah because uh, that wouldn't open up his movie. Um, but I think Black Panther is going to solidify that, yes, you put an all-black cast in there, it can open a movie. It doesn't need to be um, necessarily connected to Marvel, which is another great thing about this movie, uh, about Black Panther, is that you can watch this movie without seeing any of the other Marvel movies. You can watch this movie and still enjoy it. It works completely well on its own. And the fact that it's still making money at this point in the game, I think we're about we got like three weeks in, and it's at a billion dollars worldwide, which is uh, pretty amazing. But uh, yeah, I think that uh, I think this is gonna open up a few doors for Hollywood, and hopefully, we can get some more uh, black comic books on a big screen that are not Spawn. <laughs> What's wrong with Spawn? There's nothing wrong with Spawn. I like Spawn, but you know, there's more comic book characters out there. Well, I would hope that the lesson is exactly what Mark said. And we're gonna get uh, Lucas from Stranger Things a Static Shock ASAP. <laughs> Amen. I'm gonna keep banging that drum until it happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's gonna be 
the worst lesson will be like, here's Cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know. I just think there'll be, it won't be, it won't be a good le- lesson. And it's only going to take like one or two bombs for them to be like, oh, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> right, right. Let's, uh, let's hope for more Black Panther and less Shaquille O'Neal is Steel. <laughs> what about Kazam? Can we have Kazam? <laughs> we get a dark and gritty Kazam reboot, maybe. Could Kazam show up in the Shazam uh, <laughs> after credit scene? Only if The Rock plays him. <laughs> oh, excellent. Aubrey? I don't, I don't really have anything to add. <laughs> 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 I didn't. I, I, I don't know. All I right, hope that they learned a lesson, I guess. Where's my uh, Night Thrasher movie, Marvel? Wait, is Marvel, Needs- is Marvel in charge of Night Thrasher? I thought that was somebody else. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, we need we need teenagers on skateboards <laughs> immediately. Yeah, All right, awesome. Well, thank you, Lou, for your question. And as I said, if you have a question for the team, nerd culture, life, anything, slide into our DMs on social media or email us at sowizardpodcast at yahoo dot com, and uh, we'll try to answer it on the show. Awesome. So uh, I guess let's move on to some discussion of Jessica Jones. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Well, all right. We all had a chance to watch some of uh, Jessica Jones. Now, none of us have finished it, so spoilers will be light. And if there are spoilers, they will only be for the first few episodes of the season. But we're going to go ahead and just be spoilers free. Like We're going all in on spoilers, so if you haven't watched any of it, We'll uh, be spoiling the first few episodes. Um, now, Aubrey, you love Jessica Jones. I do. I do. Um, you loved the first season. I believe it was your TV show of the year that year. It was. How many episodes have you watched so far of season two? Only two. And uh, how are you feeling about those two episodes? Um, I'm a little indifferent. I feel like they're kind of slow and full of a lot of anxiety that shouldn't be there. So I'm hoping that the next couple episodes will boost it up a little bit. Okay, uh, that's fair. Uh, Mark, what about you? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I've i only seen the first two episodes too. And I did like, I, I wasn't quite sure like how they were going to kick off another story that I would want to be invested in without... Uh, the bad guy from the from the last one because he seemed to take up a big chunk of her quest, her story. Um, but I, I like where I like how they started it off with her trying to unravel her own mystery against her against the fact that she doesn't really want to, but she can't avoid it. Uh, there were some kind of goofy things in there, but I, I I did like the way it started off, and I'm I'm becoming a big fan of uh, of uh, Trish talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I'm. there's things I liked and there's things I didn't like so far about the first few episodes that I've watched. Um, yeah, like you guys said, there's no hook with Kilgrave Like there was in the first season where you're like, Holy shit, (laughs) like this is crazy. Um, so it's really just almost more like continuing on with her life. And I didn't watch defenders, so I don't know what the hell happened in that, but you know, there's stuff that's good and then there's stuff that's really boring. So, I don't know. I'm gonna, obviously I'm going to finish it, but um, man, I wish th- that some of the stuff could have be taken out. Like anything involving Trinity from the Matrix. 
Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah, it out I didn't really understand that. I don't think that they did a good job at explaining that yet. It's two episodes in, and she still hasn't really looped in. Well, I just don't care. Every time she's on screen, I, I'm just like, oh. Get like the interesting parts to me are uh, Jessica and Trish uh, investigating like Jessica's past, not Trinity's lesbian coke parties. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even what was that? Like, what is happening? Like, that was the definition of when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, the pacing does seem a little off in some of these episodes. Like, I know it's not supposed to be like action packed nonstop, but. And it is an investigative TV show, but God, there's scenes of her like walking through a dark room with a flashlight, and I'm like, "Oh God, just find something, please. Just <laughs> put the spotlight well, on something and let's move know, ahead." It's made to binge watch too. They're expecting you to sit down and watch four or five hours in a row. Mm-hmm. It's not a week. It's not structured like a weekly series, but yeah. But this is like it's the just, the, oh. the pacing is definitely weird in it, though. It's not. It's not like the first one where there it, there was enough to keep you interested during the weird pacing. Like, it's just delayed. Yeah, I haven't got a real hook yet of, you know, other than I loved season one of why I'm still watching. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that her, at some point they're going to introduce, like, a really strong hook to it. I mean, her trying to figure out, like, what happened with her family and figuring out, like, where she got her powers from is pretty cool. But did did you guys see... The scene, um, uh, the scene where she went to visit a guy at like a like a Hollywood studio. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was all right, I wasn't sure. I don't stuff like that. Like that whole sequence just infuriated me because she like dragged my man into like into doing her dirty work for her. Like uh, Jessica's assistant is like hiding in a bathroom, filming like this weird conversation, and I'm like, how did how did they know that the dude was gonna leave the trailer in order for the guy to escape. Like, how do we know that the guy just wasn't going to go to the bathroom? And then when he does escape, how does how do they not meet up and be like, all right, you get you get the footage? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was something that drove me nuts is that neither one of them checked on the other person after they left. They just, like, he went and punched the dude and then she's just crying in the corner and somehow they both didn't meet up afterwards. And then... Um, and then the fact that they can fire off gunshots on a Hollywood set or like a... a a movie set in New York and like no one comes running. There's no security guards at all in New York. What the hell? To be fair, if uh, Trish asked me to go do something, I would do it. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's true. That, that's true. She is, she's, she's definitely becoming one of my favorites on that show. <laughs> I do like um, uh, the other, the, the dude that plays like her, her side, not her sidekick, but uh, her boyfriend, her, her assistant. <laughs> I like the sheep's firing him, and he's like, yeah, whatever. I'll be back tomorrow. I like that. Malcolm. Malcolm. Yeah. I like that character a lot. I think he's really cool. Yeah. I loved the uh, fact that they had the wizard in this this show. Yeah. Now, is that a real character from the comic book? Yes. Get the fuck yes. out of here. That is a golden age uh, Marvel character that uh, wears a yellow costume with a blue underwear with a big <laughs> W on his chest. <laughs> He was a member of the Invaders with uh, Captain America and Human Torch and Submariner in World War II. Wow, and that was his powers? He could run fast? Yeah, he's basically the Flash, the but fl- right. not the Flash. <laughs> See, when they first said his name, I thought, he, I thought he said his name was the Wizard. And I'm like, oh, shit. 
Yeah, <laughs> I thought you said wizard too. <laughs> this is gonna be our new soul wizard mascot right here. It was hilarious. He even had a yellow hoodie on and he was running around. <laughs> that was great. That was a nice tip of the cap there. That was good. Mm. Now, do we think that uh Jessica is gonna wind up hooking up with the uh the superintendent from downstairs? Uh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> right. So to make sure that wasn't just me. I saw that. Uh, Aubrey, what about you? What do you think about that? Oh, shit. I dropped my keys. Um, I do. I think that'll end up happening. Mm-hmm. So, Aubrey, now, are you going to keep watching all the way through this season of um, Jessica Jones? You're not going to fall off? No, I'll definitely keep watching it. I really liked the first season, and I think that that set the tone for me. So I'm definitely going to see this one through. What about you, Mark? Yeah, I'm definitely going to keep watching it, but I don't feel like a strong desire to watch, uh, to like binge the whole thing. I'm going to take my time and work my way through it. Um, I, there's nothing that's really urgent about me watching it at all. I, I really hope she doesn't have any more gross bathroom sex in it. I know that was weird. It made me very uncomfortable while I was watching it. Oh God. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> forgot about that that's how you get diseases and that's all i could think about in the next scene too i was like did she just do that in a bathroom with nothing and then she's gonna hook up with the superintendent and give him crotch crickets yeah (laughs) like that's all i could think about the whole funeral scene was she just had unprotected sex in a bar bathroom wait and she hasn't changed her clothes in two seasons so yeah no, I checked. Mm. She she does have different jeans. Oh, thank God. <laughs> they are different. Because that dude from the bars, like Jizz, was like leaking out into... <laughs> Ew. His diseased semen was everywhere in those pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's awful. That is, that is awful. Um, cool. All right, so who is your favorite character as of right now after a season and, and a few episodes of the show? Aubrey. Right now, Malcolm, just because he is the less dramatic of everyone. <laughs> what about you, Mark? I got to go for my girl, Trish. I don't know what it is about her. Something about her that's like, she's like cute, but then sexy without trying to be sexy. But then like she's begging to be like kidnapped or something. She's like almost like a damsel in distress waiting to happen. Yeah, I love Trish, too. I still wish we could get a It's Patsy spinoff. <laughs> did you guys see the the it's patsy her doing the it's patsy at the uh the kid's birthday party did you get that, that was great <laughs> i love that there's this whole other universe of it's patsy that uh is just fucking ridiculous and that they keep calling back to it i think that's really really funny especially if you've had to watch all those terrible disney channel shows in the past <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great so, yeah, I mean, what would you give it so far, Aubrey? Thumbs up. Would you suggest people check this out if they liked the other Marvel Netflix shows? Yeah, I think so. I, I still have high hopes for the rest of the season, so I think that everybody should look at it and check it out and everything. All right. What about you, Mark? Yeah, i say it's a slow burn. Um, it's most likely going to get better. Uh, I think it is really cool that it's all female directors for this season. Every episode is directed by a female. So I think that's kind of where we got that uh, the lesbian Coke party <laughs> scene from. <laughs> it was like, because I'm watching, like, no guy is going to be directing this scene. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty extreme. 
No women. I don't think women are going to be that comfortable this day and age with a guy behind a camera looking at that. But uh, yeah, a I whole would... industry based on that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, I'd say it's a slow burn. I definitely, even though I'm not going to binge it, I'm definitely going to try to get it all done before uh, Luke Cage comes out at the end of the summer. Ugh, it's just so much stuff to watch. Yeah, I, I am. Uh, I'll give it a a cautious uh, recommend as well. I really like the stuff with uh, her and Trish investigating and the main story, but all this superfluous stuff uh, around it is awful. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully uh, Trinity gets run over by a truck no. or something in a future episodes. We don't have to deal with that crap anymore. No way. Let her shine. I love Trinity. I love that actress. <laughs> so yeah, well, I guess we'll, we'll all say you should check out Jessica Jones and you know, after, as we each finish it, Maybe later on we can come back and let you know if it stuck the landing or got a little more exciting or whatnot. But uh, let's get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, you haven't been here for a little while. What have you got to suggest to the listeners? Um, everybody should go watch Jumanji. It came out on DVD. Um, so everybody should go see it. It was hysterical, and I loved it. Awesome. Yeah, I've seen it twice in the movie theater. So. <laughs> It's really good. And Karen Gillan is very attractive in the movie. I thought about you every time she came on, on the screen. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, what about you, Mark? Uh, yeah, I want to recommend everyone check out the new season of Atlanta. Uh, season two started a few weeks ago, and uh, there are only two episodes in, but it's so amazing. It's like I'm like, I watch this show and I can't believe something this good is on television. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, Lana, it's on FX, uh, Thursdays at 10 o'clock, I believe. Uh, but check it out. It's, it's awesome. Awesome. Uh, I will suggest people go to sowizardpodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews by Mark and Adam. Streaming picks weekly by Adam. And much more. So wizardpodcast.com. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us on Spotify. We are now available. We're now going to be available on PowerCast 97.9 Internet Radio. Um, so you know, check that out if you haven't. It's live internet radio with different podcasts playing all throughout the day, including So Wizard. And don't forget to go on to podknife.com or Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I will recommend that you check out friend of the show, great friend of the show, Iko the Rain Man's newest music video has released. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube. The Cold River You Left Me In is his newest music video, and it's actually really cool. It's really cool. Definitely worth uh, checking out. And then you can buy some of his music on uh, iTunes. And that's that. So next week, you're going to want to come back because we're going to be talking about Academy Award winner <laughs> Alicia Vikander is Tomb Raider. Aubrey, are you excited to see Tomb Raider? Fuck no. <laughs> Mark? Yes, I, I'm excited to see it. You know, whatever. It's a strong female action movie. It has like an Indiana Jones type of feel. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. I'm excited to see her running around, but that's about it. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what it's like. Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, it's not terrible, because if 
eventually Aubrey's going to kill us for making her see all these terrible <laughs> movies. <laughs> but then again, wait till we get to my uh, I Hate You Now watch pick. So you guys have no idea what's coming for you. Nope. So on behalf of my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Uh, I don't give a bag of dicks what kinky shit you're into. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Regans. Uh, eat some soup, drink some orange juice, take care of yourselves, everybody. Wakanda forever. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. You have been listening to episode number 188 of the So Wizard podcast. We'll see you next root. Ugh. We'll see you next week when we raid some tombs. Good journey.